0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: Yotas B, welcome to the sport of episode 216, I think. We had to do an emergency show tonight because of some hoops news. And because it's hoop specific, I wasn't able to get... John, uh, or Stu, or as you can imagine, Clarence. So I had to call an emergency friend. Uh, my friend Joe's here. Hi, Joe. What up? First time? First time? Long time? First time speaking into a microphone? Yeah, it's kind of weird trying to
3: put my lips all the way up to the fuzzy part. Yep, that's
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. That's enough out of you. Uh, all right. So we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk hoops. The uh, Timberwolves just made maybe the greatest trade in. Wolves history, for sure, yep. and maybe sports in general, since the history of sports <laughs> started. For sure in Minnesota history. It's incredible. Uh, I So I was busy during the draft, and I was trying to pay attention, but I was doing some work at the house, being handy, as always. And my friend Stu, uh, as you know, Stu, you're a longtime listener, you know he's a co-host. Uh, wrote me on Twitter and said, hey, what would be a good butler trade? Who who would you want to give up? And I just kind of ignored it because I figured he was just asking questions. But if I would have been around Twitter, I would have been like uh, probably nothing because we would want to give up – I would give up Levine in the seven, but they would never do that. No. I would – they would probably want Wiggins in the seven, which we would never do. So it's just – it's not going to happen. It's impossible. And then they basically did the trade that I would have proposed –
3: yeah, they basically felt great about it. gave us the trade that I thought we were offering last year, which was Dunn and Levine, and then we just swapped first this year, which is basically best-case scenario yeah. for the Wolves fans.
2: As far as I know, the Bulls fans I don't think are super happy, which they shouldn't be. That's a huge bummer. But you're probably okay with – if you were a Bulls fan, you'd be talking yourself into Levine right now, right? And I know you love Levine.
3: I do love Levine. I think basically as a Bulls fan, you're thinking we're losing a guy anyway, so let's kind of get what we can while the, while the iron's hot. And so the fact that they get Levine, who they can talk themselves into as a 20-point scorer, and he's 21 years old and plenty of room to improve, then you can also get the 7-pick.
2: Get into the where, microphone. Yeah, there you go. also
3: get the 7-pick the where who would they end up taking
2: Laurie Markkinen. Markinen, you know Give me, Dorky I mean, White guy that can bomb threes. Yep, yep, that's what he does. Perfect for him. This is uh unbelievable uh, for so let me ask you, you know a lot about Jimmy Butler. What's he gonna he's gonna play the three and then we want Wiggins at the two?
3: Three for sure. And I think we learned last year that Wiggins is definitely better at the two. Yeah. And yeah. so it's so exciting. Basically best case scenario for the Wolves fans. You get Butler that can come in. He can lock down the best defender. Wiggins can hopefully learn to play a little bit of D off the ball. And
2: I don't know, man. I don't know if he – it doesn't matter. It doesn't you, matter. You got
3: to keep your bud Rubes. Yes.
2: Well, for now. For now. I'm already nervous that he's on his way out.
3: Tibbs is basically always looking to move him. So yeah.
2: You never know. Well, I think uh, a thing that I was trying to – Hey. Hey, we got a fan. <laughs> some guy just said I and walked away yeah Joe that's what happens it's pretty oh, dorky pretty cool I think it's, he was looking right at me yeah I think what people just walk by and look at us and go is that Aaron Gleeman I don't know and then they just walk away looks a little bit like it him. might be Aaron Gleeman no I don't think so so we don't look like bonus that's for sure neither of us is 80 years old <laughs> sorry John I'm sorry uh okay So that's what another thing that I love about it is that Wiggins is way better at the two than he is at the three. So that's going to be super helpful. Oh, getting back to Rubio, I'm already a little bit nervous about this, and I don't want this to be me being nervous because we should be super happy. But uh, Rubio needs the ball in his hands. Yes. Wiggins is pretty good with the ball in his hands. Correct. And Oh, yeah, never mind. It's on. And Butler for sure likes the ball in his hands. So, and neither of them are, like, dead-on shooters, any of the three of them. Well, we we definitely
3: know Rubio doesn't need shots.
2: Doesn't need any buckets, no. So So give him the ball.
3: You start with him. You can run basically pick and roll with any of them. Yep. Rubio's starting to slightly improve his spot-up game. 16 points a game for, like, 30 games. That's (laughs) 45% Effective field goal percentage, all star something along something along those lines. Hopefully, All-star. he continues to to improve a little bit. But I think uh, I think Butler's won't be as ball dominant as he was in Chicago, just because we have more moving parts to kind of help out a little bit. But
2: Butler can't shoot right; not a great shooter. Wiggins is getting better. Yes, Jang has no range. Towns has a little bit of range. Well, we got. Justin Patton now. Got Justin Patton. Yeah, we'll get to him. I know absolutely nothing won't. about him. We probably won't actually get to him. Um, Kevin Pelton is a writer on ESPN, who I think you know. Uh, did you see that he did? You haven't seen anything for the, no. in the news, right? I've been you out, got, you I've got been the out. news from me. Yes. Just crazy. Um, he gives draft grades, and he gave the Wolves an A+, and the Bulls an F. That's incredible. I don't think I've seen anything like that ever. Well, it's just surreal. We are always the team that gets the D minus or F grade in these sort of trades. I just blown for, away.
3: Except for the NBA or the NFL draft, which everyone gets a B plus or a yeah, of course,
2: yeah, B plus, B minus, B minus somewhere, somewhere in that range. There. But
3: no, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of the fallout, what happens after tonight, because yeah. you know there's got to be a few moves that come come afterwards but boy the fact that we can flip um some guys that really weren't huge impacts on our team and turn it into
2: Jimmy Butler's pretty huge. I mean I was I spent most of my day mentally talking myself into lori Markkinen uh that he was going to be a helpful player. But once he was traded away, I was like, good, thank God. That's the guy that – just got to make sure that thing is flipped up, like, power-wise. Yeah, you got it. Um, I, I was going to be amazed that they – if they would have drafted Laurie anyway because he looks like he's terrible defensively. So Tibbs would have hated him, and he never would have played. So we got B. Jelly. And we got B. Jelly already. So that was what I was doing mentally, spending my day doing. So he, so he's just not around. That's fine. Done. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe he'll maybe he'll be all right. I mean you Britt can Robson hope for a, I don't, you know, a guy that can come
3: in and be a defensive stopper, but
2: Yeah, Britt Robson is one of my favorite Wolves riders, maybe my favorite. He's amazing. Do you read him at all? Oh yeah. He said that he's basically the new Tony Allen. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's perfect. That's great. Because Tony Makes Allen sense. can't dribble or shit either. And you have never to be that good defensively though to, to play in the to, league. To yeah. make an impact Which if you he? can't shoot. But he's already like 24 or something too, right? So he's not, he's not the youngest guy, and
3: there weren't a whole lot of signs of improvement in his first year.
2: He also, I'm going to miss his shot just purely for the visual aspect of it going like 45 feet in the air yeah. every single time. Off the screen, right off the screen. It definitely had
3: plenty of arc. He, could, he had some to spare for Rubio.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say the yeah, exact opposite. So I'm going to miss Levine, offensively. But when he when he left last year, we didn't get worse, did we? No, we I, were I basically know that you're...
3: the same team. I and he is so explosive offensively, where yeah. you can kind of envision in your head where he might be able to get to, but without the ability mm. to play
2: even league average defense. The the ceiling's only so high. I'm not even worried about his defense so much as I'm worried about his men his like basketball IQ seemed so low. I feel like he made a million dumb mistakes every game.
3: Yeah and I'll be honest I ball watch mostly so I don't see <laughs> most of that stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm all about like surveying the floor, looking at some of the small things. Nuance. I'm into nuance and subtlety. That's just well, you're a contrarian. That's so kind of who I am. That's right up your No, alley. no, no. I'm not a contrarian. I just, I just see the full floor. I see the whole floor. Sure, sure. Uh, and I'm proud of it. So, yeah, so it just felt like they just got an all-star for one guy who might be kind of give away a point every one he gets it and then a defensive stopper and then a Channing Fry 2.0 at best. It's very weird, I guess. Our, so the Bulls are thinking if you're, if you're. So who's the guy who made the trade? Is it John Paxson? Is he the GM for the Bulls? No clue. Let's pretend it is. That's All a sport of fact. So we'll just Jerry Krause. <laughs> Jerry Krause. <laughs> okay, so Jerry Krause makes this trade. So if you're like Jerry Krause's mom, okay, so his mom's probably 115 years old at this point. Let's pretend. <laughs> old. The one person who's most likely to stick up for this trade would be the guy who did its mom right like yeah. oh great so if you're jerry krause's mom let's do a little role-playing here uh what do you say to talk yourself into that just that levine's gonna turn into a stud we're losing him anyways so what do you mean losing him anyway when are they gonna lose him how many years i mean he's basically
3: he said he's
2: he's out the door Right. I
3: mean, he he kind of has had one foot in, one foot out
2: but he's, all along. He's for sure signed for more than a year. I mean, we people would be freaking out if we just traded Levine Dunn in a seven for a one. You know, for it's sure, be at least two, three years. I would for assume. sure.
3: I I don't know. Maybe it's Chicago saying this whole Wade Butler, you know, nonsense had no shot at working. Let's try and get younger. The trade makes a lot more sense to me if I'm a Bulls fan. If we're not swapping the 16th and the seven, yeah. if we're just getting a pick, I can stomach that a little bit more. But if I'm, you know, if I'm not even getting two young guys with the uh, Levine and Dunn, then it's for sure. What what the hell are we doing here?
2: Yeah, that's a bummer. I don't know. I guess they just are talking themselves. It just feels like to me. And I'm just making shit up, obviously. But it feels like a trade that Tibbs called into those guys and was like, here it is. You know, I'll be here if you want to call me back. And the Bulls, I'm sure, chased around 29 other teams. They're like, can you beat this? We got this. Can you beat it? And they finally couldn't beat it, and they're like, fuck, this is the only. It's crazy to me that they didn't just go, well, let's just keep Butler. But I guess that has to be the thing of, like, well, we're going to lose him. And here's another thing that somebody mentioned on ESPN. I don't remember that guy's name, but there's a guy on ESPN who does like that touchscreen thing all the time. He's clicking players and moving guys around, and it never works. It's just embarrassing. NBA-specific? Uh, NBA, specific NBA guy. Uh, I think so, yeah. It's just this crazy touchscreen. Like, no one's impressed with your technology, guys. You don't need to. And, uh, and he was like, okay, so now that this happened, we think that Wade's going to opt out of his contract. For sure. There's no way he stays. For twenty five million dollars, I mean, I guess. Oh you just, well, then he's staying for sure. I didn't know that's what he was getting. I thought no, it was maybe not that number, but it's like a big number. And yeah, now they're like he'll leave. But. Well,
3: he, uh, I saw something he posted on Twitter earlier, earlier this week talking about the crazy free agency money that's being spent, and saying, yeah. hey, I'm I'm thirty five years old, and I averaged nineteen in twenty nine minutes, shot forty
2: three percent, yeah, man." Too bad I can't get some of that. Showing him the back of his baseball card. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's funny. It is crazy, though, how much we take for granted these guys just routinely giving up so many millions of dollars, and they don't even blink, and it's fine. In basketball in particular, of like, and I get it, too, in a way, but I also would not hate on somebody like Wade. If you're looking at, and this is all hypothetical, but let's say he's going to get, if he picks up his player contract, his player option, he gets like $23 million with the Bulls, but they're going to suck. Or you get out of it and sign like an $18 million contract somewhere else. Hypothetically speaking, $5 million. And if he took the money, we'd be like, oh man, that's, I don't know, dude, This kind of shitty. It's $5 million. Or and tough th- spot. They guys do this all the time. And it's, LeBron, I mean, I, I'll, every Max guy is losing crazy money, you know, when they, I don't know. At it's the crazy. end
3: of the day, I feel like For Wade, he's just thinking, where do I want to be? I guess. You know, the difference of $5 million in one year
2: probably doesn't feel too impactful, which is crazy to say. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't know. All right, so uh, Wolves starting lineup, Rubio, Wiggins, Butler, Jang, Towns. Yes. And then their bench is I think they're going to have to probably let Shabazz go. For some reason I thought I saw that. Yeah, I don't think there's out. any way they can keep him. So now they, on their bench they've got B jelly, our new rookie. Patton. Patton. Tyus. Tyus is our new backup. That bench is really bad. It's pretty thin. But, but they got $20 million in
3: salary cap. Well, and remember how good we thought it was going to be last year and it turned out to be an absolute yeah. tragic situation. It can't get any worse. But no.
2: they gotta use, so they're basically going to use that salary cap. For Sean Livingston or whoever they thought they were getting last year, Aldridge Hill, whoever, but like a better version of those guys, right?
3: Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to sign a couple of impact guys, whether it's you know a six man, yep, like Jamal Crawford, who I was hoping we could get a couple years ago, or fifty years old. Wow, well, still pretty damn good. Eh, uh, eh, maybe. Maybe they're good. But you got to hopefully be able to make a couple of moves here still coming up here before uh, the new year begins.
2: Yeah, they made a play, though. The smart play in basketball is like when in doubt, get rid of depth to go for the top heavy. Absolutely. God damn and, it. In basketball, so where
3: you're just counting on a couple of guys. We've seen it all year oh, long. Jesus. Yeah. You just got to. Don't You say get it. your Don't couple of that. stars.
2: Don't say the word. And you hope for the best. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say super team. Well,
3: I <laughs> stayed away from it
2: because yeah. I know it's a soft spot for you. <laughs> yes. LeBron's your boy. Yeah. His yeah. super team failed this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, I knew there was a reason I hadn't had you on before. That was it. 20 minutes before you mentioned it. So sour. So um, how many wins do you think they got next year? I mean, I
3: find it hard hard to believe they won't be in the mid-40s. Right? They were 31 last 31 year. 31, and you're taking out a couple of minus players. Yep. You know, Levine was pretty close to league average. Sure. But, but
2: he also didn't play that long.
3: No. And I don't think... I don't think that with the seventh pick you were going to get an impact player that was going to propel you forward. So yeah, you're, you're basically looking at what kind of jump are you going to get from Wiggins and Towns and, yeah. and Rubio. Is he going to continue to show a little bit of improvement? So, I mean, Butler alone is an absolute beast. 10-12 wins by himself, right? Absolutely. I, if we If we're not in the playoffs next year, then I would say that this was a massive... Burn it all down. Massive
2: failure. I think if they're not in the playoffs, something has gone. That means like someone died.
3: Do you think Tibbs eases up a little bit with Butler on the team because he was an absolute know. lunatic last year. He was
2: a lunatic, uh, like verbally, and he also like was a lunatic pushing guys. They ne- he never gave him a night off. I mean, this is what we were freaking out about when he got hired. Yeah, Wiggins, it happened. Wiggins playing forty-eight minutes a night. God, and-, yeah, and and like. You know, the fourth game in five nights, like, oh, they're not going to play tonight. And there they are running through warmups like, God, get Cat on the bench. There's There's those
3: knees. There's a reason why you're seeing all the superstars now. They got
2: something figured out. Take a few games off throughout the month. I think I think Thibodeau has been asked about it in the past. And he's like, look at my injury history compared to other teams. We didn't get injured. But I still feel like it's playing with fire a little bit. And I also don't think it's just about injuries. Well, you can you can take a picture of Joakim Noah from last year, and you can email <laughs> that to him and say, "How'd yeah, that work out for you?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek Rose <laughs> it's, it's is not like something you're going to see immediately. Eighty-year-old man's knees. I know I, that that does worry me for sure. Well, especially last year when <laughs> they like, I, how many minutes did Jordan Hill play last year? Like no, nine I, minutes. I feel total? like I saw him on the court once. And then he was a fairly productive player. He wasn't great, but he was like, he could go out there and didn't look like me. Well, it was thought of
3: it just like Aldrich, as kind of a depth move. Hey, these guys will be able to come in and take a little bit of the load
2: off, and we're not
3: going to go completely
2: in the shitter. And they knew pretty early that they weren't going to go to the playoffs, and we still never saw Jordan Hill. So I was like, I don't know, is he he's alive? I see him walking around. I know he's been issued a uniform. I've seen him wear it. Why is he not playing more? I don't get it. That's just crazy. So I don't know what to think. That's the one thing that's concerning about not having any depth is this guy's just knees ground to dust. They're all going to be Brandon Roy in like three years. Well, who,
3: who else do we have on the bench? Is Adrian Payne going to be back around oh, hanging out? Man. I mean, it should God be nice to have him, that first round back, first round pick back.
2: We haven't even given that up yet, have we? That'll be next yeah. year. I think if we don't give it up next year, it becomes, like, unprotected soon. So, seriously, who
3: else do we have? (laughs) I don't know. B.
2: Jelly. We got B. Jelly, Patton, Tyus. Peck's gone. Well, Aldrich is signed. I think Hill is a team option, so you might have both those guys back. No way.
3: Who are our wings?
2: Shabazz, is there any way he's back? I don't know. I mean, I'd take him, but they have money to spend, so I'm sure they're just going to do the same thing they did last year. And pick up two, three decent veteran and find guys. Got to a couple of 3 and D guys. Yeah, but everybody wants those guys. Yeah. So You know, I just saw that uh, Anthony Tolliver got released oh by God. the Kings, I believe. He, play, he can shoot you it a little bit. No, no, no. No.
3: <laughs> no? No, no, no. We've tried that before.
2: Well, I saw him when I was on a run one time, and I said something to him, and he was super friendly to me. So does so that, this that is personal. make This <laughs> has nothing to do <laughs> with Timberwolves. You, just, you really saw him one time, was and you really to nice. able to tell everyone about it. He was real nice. I'm, looks like a nice guy. He just not a good basketball player. No, he's good. He's fine. He's t- he can totally play, and that's what they need: depth guy, character guy.
3: Corver's tired of being yelled at by LeBron. Let's bring him over, man. Have you seen his defense lately?
2: My God, that's a, we got our new guy patent for. I feel like by week two, Tibbs will like have run him over with his car or something. That's how bad Corver is at defense nowadays. How about it's not happening?
3: Clippers are trying to blow things up. Can we take
2: Reddick from him? Yeah. The hell no. Isn't he a free agent? We got money. Let's spend it. On Reddick? Oh, well, I'd fucking love Reddick. It'd be, be great guy to come That'd in be and great. play the, the wing. Yeah, I'd love to just throw, like, $10 a piece at a couple shooters. <laughs> figure it out. What did Dallas give up for... Noel last year because he was the guy I really wanted. I know that would have been great. They gave up just something called Justin Anderson, who is a human being, I think, and a second round pick or maybe two seconds or something like future. So it wasn't pick. a high cost because no. that's
3: exactly the type of guy that we need coming. Oh my god, Nerlens would be jang. perfect
2: on this team. Yep, but you'd you'd start him though, right? Why are we even having this conversation? It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It'd be, it'd, it'd be a nice option to have, but yeah. unfortunately
3: not not working.
2: Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, there's plenty of guys to to fill it out, but the problem is I just don't understand. Like, Tibbs, you signed Aldrich. You signed Hill. You obviously wanted them here. And to not even plan for two seconds. Hey, we're just doing a podcast. Oh, Ricky yeah, get Rubes in. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Now we're dorks. You don't need to... Ah. Some they guy just trolled know. us and said that Rubio was here if we wanted to get a story. I don't think Rubio is at the Sunshine Factory in Plymouth. That's just my guess. it be pretty great. A nice it be cool. It's a nice area. cool. It's hopping. It is hopping. There's at least 19 people here. Um, so they need some depth, but... And what is Justin Patton have you done it? What's your scouting report? I know you. I know you love Creighton, but is that Big Twelve? I know it's, you're a big Creighton guy. Big East. Big East. That's what I meant.
3: I definitely know the name. Okay, you I'm, got me beat. I don't think I've seen him play ever before, which is hard to believe because they're on FS1 all the time.
2: You're a big FS1 guy,
3: but from what I can gather, he just a uh, Big dopey guy that yep plays a little bit of defense raw project long he's not lean. a stretch four or five that's for sure so no
2: he can't with,
3: with Jang on the roster are we looking to flip one are we looking to flip him for someone it it doesn't I don't totally get it, but you know he's nineteen years old as well and
2: highlight package on ESPN showed him hitting two threes and then immediately. One of the announcer or whatever guys was like, yeah, he's real struck, really struggling shooting. Yeah. So he probably hit two three-pointers. And they got him both on tape and put him into his package. Because I don't think he's a shooter. No. He's like 10 points a game. I think uh, I followed Jim Peterson on Twitter, the announcer, yep. broadcaster. He's a great. great guy, one of the best. And he said he plays really, really hard, and he's a really good athlete, and he's excited about the pick. What so. did Robson say about him? I didn't see Robson. I missed it. I trust him. Yeah, I don't know if Robson knows. I don't think he's a huge college hoops guy. Well, he's an NBA guy. He's yeah, but Robson, I think is like I'll study the top ten guys and then I'm out. I'm not. I'm not that guy. All right. We got to look up like Jonathan. Give, give draft, express. Draft, draft express. Correct. Draft express. That's what but it is. But
3: they're just going to give you the the report. They're not necessarily giving you a floor and a ceiling. Right. For what type of player?
2: Right. Okay. So. Um, we agree that this is an amazing thing to have happened, and we're very, very lucky. But we are also Minnesota sports fans, so something that we do in the sport of when things seem to be working out well for us is we ask, like, how is this going to blow up in our faces and make us all look stupid? Mm-hmm. So how how is that going to happen this time? He leaves right away? Like he just pre-agent? No,
3: I think the obvious, the obvious thing that happens is Levine turns into a superstar.
2: Yep. Okay,
3: Markinen turns into Dirk 2.0, <laughs> and Bulls the Bulls are, are in the Eastern Conference Finals in three years. And the and Bulls beat my Cavs. Levine, Markinon, pick and rolls. Okay, I, I don't know. I, coming into the night, my dream scenario was somehow Isaac falling to number seven, and Jonathan. Yes, yes, I would have loved. He's him. the guy I wanted, and basically every mock draft that I've seen for the past. Three months has had him going number six so I thought there was no chance of that happening and then you hear about the George and you know Butler rumors and you're thinking well George doesn't make much sense why would we trade for a guy that's got one year left on the deal and he obviously
2: yeah not gonna happen
3: he wants to go la la land and
2: that's a crazy how obvious he's been about it like he's just playing his hand this poorly is this just how he was so desperate like you just like give show him your cards I here, don't what know.
3: I I maybe if Maybe that's exactly, you know, what Butler's been doing for the past year, year and change is saying, you know, I want out of here. I don't get along with Hoiberg. Yeah. And so be vocal about it. Let them know. And, you know, it hasn't you necessarily the damaged the trade markets for a lot of the stars that have I been guess, moving yeah. around.
2: Okay, uh, so you're saying worst-case scenario is the other guys blow up. I'm not even worried about that. I'm saying that's fine if we are still good. Correct.
3: So you're saying from a Wolves perspective. How does this not how does turn Butler into 45 wins? Uh, Butler's a ball hog. He's got to have the ball in his hands. Wiggins can't develop at all because Butler's constantly yes. has, has the ball in his hands. This
2: is it. This is what I – this I knew this was actually – this is probably the truth. But if – Rubio is useless next year. Right. And I have to argue with my friends on Twitter – Pretty much all day, every day, because they are like Rubio sucks now, and I have to try to explain an NBA system. Like, it's not he needs the ball in his hand, and I just like. It's hard to imagine I, though. Like I lose what, friends.
3: What point guard in the you know current NBA would fit better with Wiggins, Butler, Towns
2: than I mean? Yeah, thanks. Than Rubio. I think the the only thing I can think of is since those guys. Are good on the ball. You'd want a point guard that can just shoot threes like crazy. Yeah, and I don't even know. It w- would it be more like a shit? I don't even know. I don't even know who's like because well, you think can, about a guy every who can point shoot guard three, in the league and Patrick all, Beverly. Yeah. Patrick Beverly maybe is like the D best. D-first first and can also hit threes decently. Uh, something like that. But I also feel like you're right, Rubio is just gonna be great with these guys. Like he doesn't need to shoot. These guys do need to shoot. Um they're both good in transition, Wiggins in particular, and Rubio's uh, I, great I, in the transition. I
3: think just instantly we are ten spots better in defensive efficiency.
2: Seems like it, yeah. Yeah, because you know, you're, now you're Wiggins rid is rid of, pushed down too. Yeah,
3: you're getting rid of Levine, Wiggins slides to the two and Butler hops on the best wing player and I don't know. I'm pretty excited. God, I
2: feel like they could do some damage. Yeah, something bad's gonna happen, though, man. We're gonna regret this.
3: I don't. know. What do you think? Can Butler lock down KD though? When you
2: know, time's ticking out in the Western Conference Finals. Do we? It's gonna be. T- it's gonna be tight. I mean, the big question there that I'm thinking about is like, are we gonna have home court or not? Well, you can't.
3: It might you be the one seed. Uh, you you know. can't have
2: Jang in the game at
3: that point. No, so no, you're right. Is Jelly
2: right. in there? or? Well, I think, you, yeah, you got Towns at the five, and uh, you're going have to have to be jelly to stretch the floor a little bit, get Draymond running out. It's ebb and flows. Maybe, maybe Patton
3: is going to bring the NBA a little bit back to the big man game.
2: Okay, okay. You think Patton's going to reinvent the postman post-up? i heard All he right. has really good footwork. Yeah, no, I, I think he's, like, agile as hell. No, I didn't. Nimble. I
3: didn't, yeah, I didn't hear that.
2: Quick like a cat. Uh, It'll be fun.
3: The excitement level will definitely be higher oh, this year. Man. It's it's gone up the past couple years. We got to get tickets. How good
2: is Towns going to be? Towns was a uh, I mean, we have two of the top 15 players in the league. No. Which in the past is pretty <laughs> exciting, but for
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Four of hey. them are residing over in Golden State, and three <laughs> you know. of them are hanging out in <laughs> Cleveland, so... Yeah super team. Oh man, you and your fucking We're close. Now we got to figure out a way to to flip Rubio. Yep. 2018 first. Yep. An expiring contract and I don't know, get someone.
2: We got to get Rubio, at, yeah, a couple draft picks and flip it over to San Antonio because uh, LaMarcus Aldridge wants out. And let's just oh, – we're God. getting back into mid-range. We're going to have the three best mid-range oh, shooters God. in the league. Just Butler, Wiggins, and Aldridge, just 18-footer, 18-footer. That flip from looking down in heaven is like oh, motherfucking it. yes. Stop and pop. Yes. All I want to do is shoot 14-footers that are open.
3: The NBA has gone to weird places. It's fun to watch, but uh, – It's definitely different from when uh, Philip was trying to (laughs) assemble the early 2000 Timberwolves.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Okay, so so getting back to this, you have no scouting report on Justin Patton. I've got nothing. And uh, you are going to miss Zach Levine.
3: I will miss him um, because his highlights were very fun to watch. So smooth. Maybe one of the best shooting strokes. Fun to and watch. When he can when we drafted him, you didn't think you were necessarily getting a good shooter. You you thought he would be fun to watch because he's unbelievably athletic. Yep. Dunks the hell out of the ball. But you know, turns out he's got one of the best jumpers, you know, the Wolves have seen in a while and so wet. He just didn't know how to play defense or really move the ball all that well which is fine there's there's a spot for that in the league yeah but uh, when you can give that up in a disastrous one year player and done
1: yeah
2: for an all-star that's god it's it's a good night to be a wolves fan that's for sure man i am i have not been this this feeling of hope optimism just this is going to get bad in a hurry but it feels really 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 exciting Like how many how many other fans or teams would you trade places with right now, like to be a fan of? Like not a ton, right? Usually it's like you say that and you go you start listing off teams, you're like, Okay, well I probably would like rather be a fan of like twenty five other teams. But not anymore. Like it's
3: No, if you're if you're taking away what's happened in the past and you're strictly looking forward I mean the NBA is a weird it's a weird beast because realistically only a few teams each year go into it with a chance of winning yeah sure that's fine so you're trying to build your team in that respect where you're you're trying to reach this ultimate pinnacle and i don't know i mean i'm sure philly feels pretty good about itself oh my god now whether it's whether it's realistic or not i don't know it is um but there are plenty of other teams that have lots of draft picks. I mean, Boston has set themselves up. But yep. as to this point, they have yet to find a player that is, you know, an all-star outside of Thomas, of course. But
2: Still, they had to pull him out of games in the playoffs. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Like, that's how bad he was defensively. Like, you can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Isaiah. You're our best player.
3: Yeah, you can imagine watching him against Golden State or something like that.
2: And. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not many teams, though. I'm so goddamn excited. I know Butler is a couple years older, and he's only got a couple years in his contract, but uh, man, Rubio, Wiggins, Butler, Towns. Well, how old is Butler? 26? 27? Butler's 29. No. Twenty. Oh, okay. Well, I know. I think he's a year or two older than Rubio. He's I think twenty six or twenty seven. Rubio's twenty five. I thought. Sport effect. I'm going Rubio twenty six. Butler twenty seven. Oh,
3: well, you started with twenty
2: nine, so I got you down
3: two years. I feel all right about yep. that.
2: Yep. That's good. Good right, negotiation. Good. Let's play. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! It's right. exciting. I want to take a. I want to take a quick spin around the NBA because you mentioned my Sixers. This guy's did it right, man. This guys they got to figure it out. So you're in, saying Hinky
3: might be a genius after all?
2: Well, I mean, I'm not saying that because I have never wavered that he did it right. The problem with him is that he got so much pub or press like right away that people think this has been happening for a long time. It was four years ago when they started tanking. Teams are bad for like a decade straight. It's been four fucking years, and people are like, "Well, never, never turned in anything." Like, go tell me how the Kings' record has looked recently, right? Or like, look the at Wolves. the the Wolves. Look at the fucking Lakers. The Lakers, I mean, they won it all, and then immediately were bad, and they've been bad for a long time again, and they haven't been getting better. So, well, and they just traded their first round pick from a year ago, two years ago, to yep.
3: to Brooklyn just for the chance to get a free agent.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the only issue with the Sixers is that people think that it's been happening for way longer than it's been happening. They were bad for four years, and now what they have to show for it is Embiid, Simmons, Fultz, Saric, and another pick coming up. That's fucking awesome. That's really fun, and they're all they're all like different than the Wolves. Like every one of them is really young.
3: Yeah, it's it's fun to think about from a Philly fan perspective, but. I don't think they have a star like we do in towns. So so I, when you when we think about would you trade with them? Yeah. In the NBA you need that one dominant star and Okay, so Embiid was
2: hurt, so but when he was on the court, the the comp for him and this is crazy. Think of Towns offensively and Gobert defensively. Yeah. That was who he was on the court. Well, that is for fucking insane.
3: 20 minutes a game.
2: For 20 minutes a game for, like, 35 games. So who the hell knows how and it's going to be And he is fun out. to watch, and I I yeah, hope he can stay dude. healthy. But. Yeah. but then you're right, because Simmons hasn't stepped foot on the court, and obviously neither has faults either. But I don't know, man. I've talked about this in the past plenty, but, like, I just want the team to be fun to watch. I don't give a shit about rings. I think that's, like, a weird... That's a weird fan move that I think is wrong and dumb and only going to lead to, like, being upset with, like, oh, if we didn't win it all, it was a useless season. Like, you're not on the team. You want a little bit of that false hope, though, in the back of your mind. Well, I I, I want it to be, like, I don't think if I was a Raptors fan, I'd be like, this sucks. This is stupid. I don't even like watching them. Like, they win a lot of games. They're in the playoffs. It's fun. They win a series. They win a couple series. Like, it's probably frustrating eventually, but as a fan, that's pretty cool. I don't give a shit if uh, the—here's the thing. The Wolves, I feel fairly strongly, are not going to win the NBA championship in my lifetime. That's fine. I'm going to be alive for, like, let's say 70. I'm going to live to 106. 70 years and then never win at all. I don't care. It's not that big of a deal to me. I just wanted to be fun. No, but
3: I would think as a fan, somewhere in the back of your mind you you want to see changes and improvements throughout the years because in yeah, I want the them, end them to be goal, better. You can see the end goal of see at some in point mind. in my lifetime my eye. this team is going to have an opportunity, a chance to get there. Yeah. And that's why we're so excited about this Butler trade because we got another piece to the puzzle. Yes. Yes, I mean Obviously, we don't know. It's going to be hard for anybody to beat Golden State as long
2: as they stay together. Because fucking pussies. Well, I mean, it's great for basketball. I'm a huge no. fan. No, it's terrible. Biggest pussy in sports history, Kevin Durant. Whoa. Number one, number one biggest puss. That's biggest wiener, whatever you want to call him. It's I don't too know. Bad, what do you the- feel that way? What a stud! If you can't beat him, join him. Is not actual life advice. It was a joke. And he was like, "Oh, well people say that." I know, but you were I'm going to do. You were it. championing LeBron
3: when he joined forces with Wade and Bosh. Uh-huh. And and uh <laughs> how good were the Heat without him?
2: They Lottery f- team.
3: No, they won 46 games the year before LeBron got there. Yep. And then they added the
2: best player in the world. Uh-huh. So and they were another a- top 15 player, so they were a 5 seed. Yeah? Okay. And then the year after he left, well, how did they do? Would you say they were a super team? Would I say? Uh, no, I've never used that term. That doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. But if I were, I would say, were the Celtics a super team? And then the Celtics I would of the 80s, were, I and would, the Lakers of the 80s, and then, like, the Sixers of the 70s? They and were built a little them bit them differently. But Oh, your problem is is... In this case, the players decided to do it. When the old case, the owners did it, and that was okay. I
3: don't have a problem with it.
2: Yeah, I don't. You do. Oh, so then you like LeBron? No, I've always hated <laughs> LeBron.
3: But but I was pretty indifferent towards him until he hopped on TV and did his whole charade.
2: So you don't is, like that sort of stuff, I, I so like then you must have, hate Durant even more then because in, his team was in so In my
3: better. mind, I like to have a villain, and LeBron... It's been an easy choice to be a villain for me, just like Colby was before him. Great players, obviously the best player in the world,
2: but it's fun to have someone to cheer against. And yeah. So in your mind, a 45-win team is the same as a 73-win team. I think you're uh, taking my words a little bit out of context. Well, you're here. You've been providing me the context. Here's the thing. Uh, if LeBron had joined the Celtics I or the... Or the Lakers or the Spurs. Or like the Mavs. Or like a 50-something win team. A dominant team. Uh, I would be with you. That's That was that would have been dumb. What I loved about that was like, fuck it. We're going to do this ourselves. Uh, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to join up with a couple guys and beat my arch nemesis, the Celtics. So if we were going to do it the same way, Kevin Durant would have been like, man, motherfuck. The Golden State Warriors, I don't want to be in, in Oklahoma City anymore, which I think is totally cool, right? Uh, he would have been like
3: uh, – who, like who? Who would he have gone to and who would have joined him to, like, team up? We can agree that LeBron is a better player than KD. Okay, well, that's not fair to LeBron to hate him more because I'm not, he's better than I'm KD. I'm not saying I hate him. Did KD go on national TV
2: and say, I'm taking my talents to Golden State? Okay. Okay, that's two, okay, two different things. One, that TV thing was bullshit. That was one of the lamest moves in NBA history. Not four,
3: not five, Top three, not six.
2: Top five, something in NBA history. It was one of the dumbest moves ever. But it was just misdirected, thought he was being nice. He was like, you know what, man? Guys, call press conferences for this shit. I could do that. But if I'm going to call a press conference, there's going to be enough people that I care. Why don't I make some money for my charity? And he did that. And that was still really shitty. And when he called it, I was like, oh, he's going back to Cleveland. That's great. He's just going to make a bunch of money for his local Cleveland thing just to celebrate. And then he said he was going somewhere else. I was like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. How much do you hate Cleveland? Oh, oh my God. God. What is wrong with you? I'll be back, guys. I'll uh, be yeah. back. Yeah. So that's fucking sucked. It was terrible. But here's the here's the closest comp I can give you to Durant doing what LeBron did. Because when LeBron did that... Outside of the TV thing, I was like, "That's actually, I'm, I'm super excited about the NBA next year. I want to see what happens. That's fucking crazy. Um, the closest comp would be KD, Al Horford. Al Horford? Well, Al Horford is Chris Bosh in this no, scenario. No, he's not. Yeah, Chris Bosh is like 20th in win shares, so How is about Horford. we just
3: take Chris Bosh from when he was an all-star with Toronto?
2: Or you could take Al Horford when he was an all-star in Atlanta. What's the difference? Well, he this wasn't one is that good. <laughs> <laughs> they're the same player. They're the same player. Okay. All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, in your mind, I think you are, well, are you thinking Chris Bosch was like a top five player or something.
3: No, I top 15. Horford. When has Horford ever been top 15?
2: Go look up wind shares. They're close.
3: All right, we're, we're, we're going backwards. We're here. getting, we're getting, you getting going? a little too Where tactical. are you going with this?
2: KD, Al Horford. They go one of two places. No, no, no. Let's say this. KD, Al Horford, going to New Orleans, teaming up with the Brow. That's the new three-person team. You wouldn't have been, like, so fucking excited to see that team play. I'd have been like, two words for you. Let's play. (laughs) So So you're telling me KD. That would have been fucking amazing. KD, the Brow,
3: and Horford are all on the team?
2: Yep. And he's like, you know what, man? Holiday, Golden State. I'm done with Golden State. This is how I'm going to beat him this time. We would have been like, yeah, KD. Uh, Yeah, fuck those guys. I don't know. Super team's a super team. At the end of the day. Yes, forming a super team, yes. Joining a super team is shitty. Uh, When I I said that the LeBron move was like a top three, top five, worst, lamest thing in NBA history, I still believe that. But easy, number one with a bullet was KD joining Golden State. Number one lamest move in NBA history, easily. It's number for sure, two, maybe Michael Jordan retiring for no reason.
3: It's for sure the most unconventional move by a superstar, least competitive move.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it, but I like Golden State. So you I, also, I, I also used to like Golden State, which kind of is a bummer. And I also think that uh, Kevin Durant has said multiple times, like, I don't want to be the man. I didn't like it. That's not that's not the kind of player I want to be.
3: Uh, well he's also said
2: I was like number two in high school, I was yeah. a
3: number two player in college.
2: So i was he's number just two here. was like clearly like I'm sick of I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this. I just want a ring. I'm sick of fighting for it, whatever. And uh I think that's we should just call that what it is and that's like kind of uh kind of wussing out a little bit. But I also don't think that that means like he's a terrible person, but kinda he just wussed out. It just—it nah. was a little too hard for him.
3: I'm not going to give you that,
2: but he said it. Like that's he went his to play point. with his boys. It's just too hard for him, man. It's fine, whatever. It just made the NBA way less fun. One yeah, team was I, already good, and then one team, all of a sudden, he made terrible without making the other team good. Like they were already fine. Cleveland beat Golden State last year, correct? Yep. In the craziest of crazy scenarios,
3: for sure. But they beat them; they did. So, it's conceivable that Golden State said, "We need to add another piece." And well, they did. did You read that article? More than willing to. to Draymond texted
2: them from the locker room after they lost. I did see that. yeah. I think that to me doesn't. There's no way to like sum up LeBron's greatness better than that text message. Three guys in the top whatever of the NBA, having to text the MVP, a former MVP, being like, dude, you got you to gotta come help us, man. This guy's so fucking good. He's unbelievable. You got to come help Does us. Does it
3: bother you at all that LeBron is bouncing around back and forth to different teams, and now there's rumors that he might head down to L.A. after his contract expires? Or at the very least, he's not going back to Cleveland.
2: So, are you saying you like when guys stay on the same team, or you like when guys move around? Or? I'm just asking you if it bothers you at all that, being the NBA
3: guy that you are, that uh, for, uh, the, most part, mind, for mind, the most part, great mind, great for the most part, in NBA history, the stars stay and they say, "Hey, hey, uh, well, come join me." You
2: can't look in the past when the like free agency was different, like they're we can look. Flying, we like, can look back to Jordan and Magic and Bird. I don't know if you can, man. I was just watching some, I don't know what it was, some NBA classic clip or something of, like, even the 80s. Like, this is not long ago. Like, we were alive. Bros were still NBA players, like, flying commercial and having to take connections home and shit. Like, it was just... <laughs> Working for Uber in the off season. I don't know if you saw. I think I maybe retweeted it, but I saw a dude uh, was played a clip of, like, the finals in like the 1986 1987 and he was sort of narrating it as it was going on uh, basketball as short as 15 or 25 years ago or whatever it's not even the same sport it was no everything terrible. is valued differently from players to
3: shots to everything but you still you kind of avoided the question there i
2: don't even know if there was free agency I mean, Uh, you can look
3: to even Kobe and the best players, I don't know,
2: 10 years ago. Shaq. Shaq moved around like crazy. I guess you're talking, well, you can't say Michael because he he moved. (laughs) You you can try to block that out of your memory. He went to Washington.
3: (laughs) Come on, that's a little bit different. The Wizards. He was was 48 years old when that happened.
2: All right, so you're talking about Michael, I guess.
3: I'm just curious if it bothers you.
2: Do you, do you right wish
3: now. that he would have said, "Hey, Dwayne, I got a pretty good thing going on up here. Why don't you come join me?" I don't you know, know what the it,
2: difference would have been. Just their jerseys, I guess.
3: I don't know. It, a little bit of an alpha status. Didn't you feel like for a long time? In I mean, that one of them was
2: Miami and one was Cleveland. I mean, if you and I were like multi-millionaires and hey, we had a back cool, to Minneapolis, and we buddy. had a cool town ball team. And we're like, well, we can. We just want to play together. I don't give a shit where we play. And I lived in Miami and you lived in Cleveland. I feel like if we were legit bros, even though you were better, I'd be like, I know you're better, dude, but I live in Miami. You should just come right, live in Miami for I a couple am, of years. I
3: am the prodigal son of Cleveland. If I leave a whole state and town and city, they're <laughs> all going to hate, hate me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It's a, it's a little bit weird that that's how it all went down, but I guess it's a little bit weird. I just feel like that's so in the weeds. Uh I don't mind if LeBron leaves again, not that much. Yeah. I just find it hard to think of and you're 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 a ball you're a ball watcher. I'm a ball watcher. I'm into subtlety, I'm into movement, whatever. I just have a hard time understanding anybody who's like a hardcore hoops lover watching the way LeBron plays and not at and not be just, like, blown away, impressed at how unbelievably smart he is as a player, even beyond, like, this crazy athletic whatever. I watch him, and I watch, like, obviously Rubio, guys like that that just seem to understand the game. Nash was kind of similar. Like, holy shit, this is so much fun to watch. Like, this guy's got this ball in his hand. There's a million things he could do with it right now. What is he going to do? They just make these things that, like, look like they're not possible, so... I'll basically. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. I I feel pretty confident though that I'll be a huge LeBron fan and I'll be into him wherever he goes. I'm a sports bachelor. I don't give a shit. Not into teams. I mean the Wolves. That's about it though.
3: Yeah, I mean, but
2: ah. it changes because I used to love KD. Now I don't. You had to love watch him in the finals though. He was unbelievable. Yeah, but it's not fair. It's not fair to watch him. He's got so many guys that that have to. All right, I got to stay close. If you watched, like, uh, who was it, Jr. on Clay or whoever, you know, like, dudes were just sticking – they had to stick close to Clay. It was not a fair fight. Someone had to stick close to Curry. Like, sure, he was amazing when he was like, wow, KD just, like, ran the floor and dunked with nobody near him because if you looked at the other five guys, they just like, well, we just have the one guy to pick up KD because otherwise we're fucked another way. We can't double him. So, like, when – He's running down the court and someone's like trying to chase him. It was obvious. Like, well, I have this. This is free because I have other guys out. Yeah, most couple like, of scenarios.
3: So but he, he was crushed
2: it. But he, it's not a fair fight. It's nah, not it, fair. It was pretty fair. It's like winning the RBI title when you've got like bases loaded every time you go up and you go. You gotta, bro. You see him driving runs? It's like, yeah, I did. It's kind of easy for him. I love KD, but it's just not. It just The only thing it reminds me of is when A-Rod went to the Yankees, and that's not even fair, but it was like, all right, dude, this guy just moved to play third base, even though he's an amazing shortstop. It's actually just legitimately not good for the sport when a guy at the best position moves over and is now not the man. That's bad. That's bad for the sport, if you care about the sport. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to swallow
3: because – they were a ton of fun to, to watch. And obviously,
2: I've, you love, I've been, you're a front runner, baby. You love watching guys win.
3: I, I don't think I'm a front runner, but I've avoided LeBron, so I think that has to at least take me a little bit out of
2: frontrunning yeah. status. All right, fine. You should have turned on him, though. That's my thing. Morally, you should have turned on him. Because I loved him, too. And then I turned on him. That was the only thing that felt morally right. Part and of it is that I still I, sleep at night.
3: <laughs> Part of it is I have to go against your your contrarian ass a little
2: bit. That's true. Yeah. Nobody likes agreeing with me. I have not met one person who's been like, you're right. I get it. I get it. Probably a tone thing.
3: I, I think know. the NBA would be best served if they contracted about 22 teams. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, that, they're that gonna, sounds they're gonna a little bit out there. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. Stick with me.
2: <laughs> but if we could eight take teams.
3: if we could take the best two players off of each of those teams and then divide those forty four players amongst the remaining eight.
2: Uh huh. I'm with you.
3: We are we are in for
2: a truly we cooking with gas. truly amazing season. <laughs> and I, a postseason
3: that actually matters a little bit.
2: I don't know what uh report I saw today, but I think it was one of the owners. No, it couldn't have been one of the owners. Anyway, Some smart NBA guy said in the next five years uh, they may have expansion.
3: It just feels like the sport that needs it the least. I guess it's so heavily dominated at the top. If if you add more teams, you're just adding more teams that are tanking, more teams that don't have the top five guys in the league that have a shot of actually winning.
2: All right, how about this? How about this? You add two teams. And then you remove the max individual salary. So teams can just pay whatever the hell they want. LeBron? No, not LeBron. He's old. Uh, once it comes time for free agency, uh, Durant in three years, instead of taking, like, what is he getting in Golden State? 30, let's just say 30 million. 30. 30. Uh, the new uh, Las Vegas Gigolos. Gigolos are offering you a $75 million contract. Now, you you know, we just talked about... 50% share in we Caesars just, Palace. <laughs> we just talked about earlier. LeBron's not going to... Or Wade's not going to sniff at like $4 million. Because he's like, I have enough. It's not worth it for me. Which I still think is fucking crazy. It's good for him. But that's crazy and we don't give that enough credit. Anyway... The gigolos are going to double his salary, $70 million Oh, damn, these gigolos want to win. I mean, they're into it, right? So you take that individual salary away. I think that gets rid of the – all right, yeah, we'll get going. Uh, I think that gets rid of the super teams right there, which you hate so much.
3: No, I I don't think it would necessarily get rid of it, but here's what's going to happen next. And I'm just telling you, watch out for this. All right, I'm listening. 2020. Yep. The Olympics are happening. Yep, okay. One of the new sports is three-on-three basketball.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I
3: don't know if you've ever played three-on-three basketball before.
2: I just did last weekend. I know you do a little bit of dad ball, but I don't know if that's three-on-three
3: or five-on-five.
2: One time we did three-on-three.
3: Okay. You're pretty tired, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. And you probably felt like you were actually a little bit a part of the game. Loved it. As opposed to five-on-five where you hide in the corner and you hope to get a shot up once in a while. Some people do that, yep. Yep. So... If all things if all things are equal, yep. and this tournament is as unbelievable as I'm expecting it to be. It's going to be great. You get a couple of no-namers that end up taking the, the bronze because they know how to move the ball, play together, and they read each other's mind. We're looking at something.
2: Okay. I don't know what it is.
3: <laughs> but we're Second looking league? at some type of league that's coming up.
2: Well, and there's also that tournament that's like the – Big three tournament. That's what it's called. The tournament. All right. The tournament. (laughs) So you think those things are going to coalesce, and in 2020 there's going to be another league coming up. Is it going to be like a D-League sort of deal? I just think
3: it's going to highlight the ability of the top players in the league. And who's going to win that three-on-three tournament? Is it going to be LeBron, Wade, and Bosch? three guys that know each other pretty well and obviously can play? Or is it going to be three, you know, three point guards that just fly around and they can just bomb up threes and space you out? Can't wait to watch. It's going to be fun, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot better than watching
2: Dream Team 10 take on the Russians. Man, I am so excited. You're right. It's going to be great. Okay, so to summarize, greatest night in Wolves history, I think. Pretty damn good. Pretty top five. Maybe when the night they won over Sacramento to go to the Western Conference Finals. 2004 is got to be number one. That's number one. Uh, and then I would say this is number two. And then. No, no. Towns, you're forgetting towns. I was going to say drafting towns number three because th- this is this, this one's is better because we already have towns. Yeah, and it's so a little I feel more like, holy fucking it's out of the
3: blue a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We knew we were taking
2: towns. I was, I was planning tonight on like doing my housework and then being like, oh, cool, Lori, right, marketing. Mark, and it he's cool. And this just came out of nowhere. We're here at the Sunshine Factory at a fucking eleven o'clock at night talking. We're old. We're dads. Well, it's the best. You're on summer break. What do you care? But for me, a big day tomorrow. Yeah, golfing, sure. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so there's that summary, and then go Sixers and go Cavs, and I think that's probably the end of it.
3: Yeah, I think we've established that the super team (laughs) is real. It it has happened. Oh, man. Brandon's got a little bit of a double standard when it comes to that. He he accepts Mm -hmm. it from, from one end, but...
2: You don't, like that, you don't like that. You don't like when the LeBron kind of did it, and you love that KD totally. I don't did necessarily it. Yeah. love
3: that KD did it. I just, I'm just like, hey, it's happening.
2: You, I would have loved to, for you to give that leeway to to my my special. But boy. we've
3: established that that was a little bit more about the
2: the ordeal that came with. The it. ordeal was bad. We agree with that. The ordeal was bad. Anyway, go Wolves. Uh, we'll be back next week.